What are your thoughts on the new Power Rangers movie? Uh, I haven't seen it. Actually. I saw it in theaters because I'm a true fan. <laughs> you did not. Maybe you did. I don't know. I don't know your childhood that well. Did you go as Power Rangers multiple times during Halloween uh, seasons? I don't recall. <laughs> I went as, I think, the white Power Ranger. The red one was sort of my favorite until I got older and I realized the computer part of me and then I started liking the blue Power Ranger more. Why? As is oh, the I, blue, oh, the nerdy, okay. Yeah, yeah. Billy. The name's Billy. Billy, yeah. I even had, when we were at a big family reunion when I was a kid, I had a Power Ranger come by. I think I probably told you yeah, that you mentioned that at one on point. The other show. That I later found out was my uncle <laughs> and was also the same person who was Barney and any other host of costume people that arrived in my life. <laughs> You're disappointed he's not a small Japanese man? Well, because that was the whole thing that I was I was more obsessed with that the way that the construction of the show once I got a little bit older that they were all just like they they only recorded the Americans in their little sets for super cheap and then used all the action scenes from this other unrelated Japanese yeah. <laughs> show, which is great. I liked having revisited it, the fact that they were all so cheesily 90s that they would like rollerblade to the hangout spot. Yeah. Do you remember the first <laughs> Power Rangers movie where it was like they parachuted? Ivan Ooze, obviously, but they, the, the opening scene where they parachute out of a plane for some unknown reason just because they're cool kids, I guess. Because they're awesome. They're cool high school. <laughs> juniors i don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I don't honestly remember that but yeah um, i remember that i thought that was I very do funny remember ivan Ooze quite ivan Ooze. well he looks like um in that new i think is it the newest x-men or the one before that where apocalypse looks like ivan Ooze? a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a terrible movie it is really bad so where did you acquire a newspaper? So I got <laughs> this. Actually, I had to think about this for a while where I would get one. And then I realized I would go to one. The only place I've seen newspapers in the last 10 years. And that was Starbucks. That was my original plan, too. But there's not like a really close Starbucks near me. Yeah. So I I'm not proud of this, but I Googled where to buy a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> And they told me a pharmacy would have one. So I have a Walgreens near me. So and I did this like this is like very late homework. I bought this newspaper maybe three hours ago and read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I went uh, over the weekend and got picked up a newspaper at a Starbucks. And although I was a little pissed because, A, there were very few left that weren't super disheveled. Um, and I picked up the Wall Street Journal because it was only it would have only cost two dollars and i went to pay for it and it was five dollars like i spent five dollars on a newspaper did this you ask the to reason. see their manager <laughs> well it was on the paper itself apparently the weekend edition is way more expensive or something oh. i don't know uh so you know no no wonder why the newspaper economy is collapsing <laughs> so i and then i I'm also not part of this, but I thought, could Grubhub deliver me a newspaper? <laughs> that didn't happen either. <laughs> this was like a huge problem in my life for this entire week, trying to figure out where to get a newspaper. So I ended up getting it. Yeah, right. I, so I ended up getting a Chicago Sun-Times. And while I was at Walgreens, 
I noticed they nice. had wonder they had wonderful almonds for half wonderful pistachios for half off. So I got a bag of those too. So I ate some pistachios as I read my newspaper. <laughs> um, nice. So I Chicago got the Sun. That's a good one. Chicago Sun Times. It was also on a rack with that's very disheveled. Mine was only. <laughs> it's on the newspaper. It says one dollar city suburbs, two dollars elsewhere. So I don't know where you would else want to read the Chicago Sun Times <laughs> elsewhere. That it's is a not national the national inquiry. Sort of. Uh, not reading this, it's not. Oh, really? No. So I'll, we'll okay. get to that in a minute. But yeah, yeah. So this mine was, was this was one dollar. So where do I submit my receipt to be reimbursed to the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah as I'm paying an arm and a leg at five dollars <laughs> per. But this one was fairly substantial, and there was, uh, but it was, it's all world news and stuff. So there was a lot of, uh, you know, certainly a lot of uh, border wall stuff but um one thing that i was actually surprised with and i really liked about reading the newspaper was a i'm not on my phone but b as i'm reading it i never considered how how diverse each article is as i'm reading and there are there are very few ads until you get to like an actual ad break section of the paper so i read a thing that was like uh, a U.S. political commentary, and then the next one was about um, Amazon and their new headquarters and bailing out of New York, and then the next one was something about opinions, and then the next one was, I don't remember, something sports-related, and I was like, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of nice to, like, to channel surf topics that much, because on a website, I was thinking about that. I was like, if I look up anything about Amazon on you know, the New York Times or even like a tech blog or something like that. It's like the related articles, the next 10 related articles in front of me are all going to be about Amazon, regardless of how contemporary it is. And I was like, that, that was actually kind of refreshing and something that was odd, but I definitely picked up on it. I was just like, I'm just getting a bunch of different things all in sequence, which was kind of nice. So let's back up for like one minute. Where do you normally get news? Because it's obviously not from a newspaper. Let's, let's uh, be it, clear. It's not from a newspaper. Um, and it honestly depends on the year and the time, because there are certainly times where I'm just kind of trying to avoid the news, especially when a lot of it. And this is actually something that I really liked about the paper as well. Um, and it's something that is maybe because we're both in tech and we probably follow things close to that, certainly more liberal bias and stuff like that. Um, but there's so much negative news about everything and very well justified. I'm certainly not going to argue that, <laughs> but it makes me not want to. And even if I would get world news predominantly from like some of the late show circuit stuff, like on YouTube, I'll watch some of that. Uh, but even then I get really tired of it when it's just the same stuff every week. So I'll do a mix of that. I'll try to follow... Um, some of the world news stuff, BBC, um, Al Jazeera. But to be honest, it just, it kind of comes like most of my stuff that I look through day to day is kind of tech themed. Yeah. So what I, I'm very similar. What I, I use Feedly mainly. Uh -huh. Um, and I just throw in feeds that for things I like, and I have three major categories of things. So one is tech stuff. One is entertainment stuff, and then one is like world news stuff. Okay, because uh, I so use Feedly only on my iPad, 
but it's mostly just kind of a reader for like tech and travel stuff. Like I don't really look for it for news, but I look at it more for like article collection, which is, I don't know, similar, but different, I guess. I mean, I do, I do use it like that where I will do a lot of skimming. And then if something is interesting to me, I'll save it for later or save it to something like pocket, which then I will then read later Mm -hmm. uh, either on my Kindle because there's a great actually a great service called uh, pocket to Kindle and it will take your like however it's basically like a cron job that will take your in a predetermined amount of time the articles that you save to pocket package them right, up right. and then send them to your kindle which then i could then read in a non-distracted manner so i usually do that with only like really long articles uh yeah but I, I, I don't do super well with collecting and batching articles i i need to figure out a better structure for handling that yeah i'm still i still don't feel like i'm good at it but it's i'm attempting something here yeah uh, which is like be like read longer articles because if i'm at my computer i will not read a long article i will skim it and then not really understand it and then pretend like i understand it to people and then be embarrassed um (laughs) so (laughs) well to be fair they're probably pretending to understand it too and just reading the headline uh because that's the world we live in but yeah i i'm trying and i do find it sort of enjoyable that it feel it's an electronic device that's not as we've established in the last challenge uh i do not like paper i feel like it's a waste uh and this is like i'm looking at this chicago sun times and each one of these articles is on the chicago sun times website website. plus there are more up-to-date versions of these articles even though this was from today I I briefly looked at the website um, after I read it, and there are already updates, new articles oh, really? or updates. Yeah. So, like what? Like just dates, or are you so, talking about like the section where there's like we updated the article to reflect that uh, this company, in fact, did not kill a hundred people. We misreported uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> no. So the we should kind of maybe talk about what articles that are there. But so mine. Let's go over mine. So the sure. big headline article is. The headline is Stressed Out Shooter, and it's about there was this shooting incident in Aurora, which is a Chicago Mm -hmm. suburb, where this guy who worked at a warehouse shot people. And then that's the main article. And then you open the newspaper, and that's the first article. And I'm reading it, and it says in the article that the the police have not disclosed the people who died. There were six people who died, and they didn't disclose their names. And then I look at... The website and then they have a new article with like here are the people who died and it has their pictures oh wow and who they were so yeah because even when i was reading through there there was one section that was corrections and ampli- amplifications and it was uh general electric co so this was about some article that came out in the previous week uh has more than 100 billion dollars in debt a news article Friday on GE's scaled back plans for its Boston headquarters misstated the figure as 100 million, not 100 billion in debt. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, funny how the, you know, you, there, there's a lot to say about newspapers still being a valid form of journalism. And I certainly think to think so. And we definitely talk about the, um, just, just the writing style, um, which I really enjoyed, but, yeah, it's you know certainly yeah, it not. Yeah, it's very more journalistic. I don't. I guess that's the right word. Than like things I follow, even news things that I follow, because like I'll follow like BuzzFeed News because I think they actually do have good reporting. 
but mm-hmm. their style is very different than a newspaper. Yeah, and one of the things certainly that I I caught on to quick. Uh, you talked about the headline there. Um, mine was it just says declaration sets up legal battle, and it's about um, the executive order, the emergency building of the wall, which is uh you know beyond the scope of this how you know insane that is but yeah um, mine has an article about that too but it's like buried way deeper because like that's like a national thing and yeah yeah there's like three articles before that which are local which is the shooting and then which is hilarious to me the other ones are and they're like on the front page as well but they're like in two little small sections on the front page there is uh a uh an article about R. Kelly's lawyer about his sex tape. Mm-hmm. That's one. And the other one is that other thing that happened in Chicago relating to entertainment, which is that guy who was on Empire right. the show was allegedly attacked. Maybe or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe or maybe not, which is another thing, which is this one doesn't really go into that. But it, that's another thing that's late breaking, which is the cops are maybe saying that he staged it, which is not in this article. Yeah. But it, it's crazy to me. Like the, the, the headline title here is like I said before, declaration sets up legal battle. And obviously there's a huge picture here and it kind of sets the scene of, of Trump and all that. But like if this was on, you know, life hacker or something, it would be so much more dramatic, so much more amplified and ridiculous because that clickbait that clickbait headline is more important than the article sometimes and you know there are articles so many articles online that are literally like sensational headline uh quick one second summary click here to find the full link you know and it's like that stuff is kind of ridiculous and then you you know you look down and it's you know amazon grew wary of talks in new york that went nowhere it's like that is a I like that headline so much more than you know Amazon fleeing and leaving you know can't can't believe what they just said about New York or whatever you know it's it's such a different it's such a different feel to me yeah so mine for the Trump thing is the headline is a whole new wall game oh I get it whole new wall <laughs> game okay I didn't get that the first time so in the sub headline is Trump declares emergency to get border barrier cash as Dems comma aclu prepare to mount challenges yeah so uh, i did really like the i don't i don't know i just i felt like it was it, it walked through ideas a little bit better in some cases and i don't know it, it was nice to just sit down with an article and be like until i'm done this is what i'm doing as opposed to there being five other flashy things that i can click on and bail out of an article whenever i feel like um but you were talking about the you know the the t- the way that they are talked about on um you know online as well but there's also the the newspaper has kind of an opinion section and i thought they were really well written opinions that take a very clear claim but were handled a little bit better versus you know certainly not just like internet comment style but even better than like the op-ed pieces that i see online from you know different places like you know the verge or lifehacker or gizmodo or whatever um i thought they were they were just really well balanced and like, like i said before the interesting thing was just seeing so many different topics kind of in front of you at the same time 
was actually kind of nice just read through and like i said sort of just channel surf as you're going through stuff versus kind of going down the rabbit hole as you know internet wants you to do yeah so how many articles of the articles did you actually read so i read pretty much everything i read probably 80 percent of the front section of it which was kind of all the the first details and then there's some tech stuff there's like tech and there's some like opinion pieces like there's a whole section on coffee <laughs> that i had read through um what is the section on coffee <laughs> it says uh, raise a cup to the coffee nerds. The next generation of Jabba obsesses are ditching Starbucks and embracing. It's just talking about like while you grab this from Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but there's some cool stuff. I would say roughly, I probably read through. I don't know, fifty or sixty percent of the articles. I didn't get to every part of the paper, but I got to a decent amount of it. Um, and I, I do actually plan on going back through it and reading it, uh, you know, tomorrow sometime, I think. So if so, the Wall Street Journal has a online version that you could subscribe to. Sure. And same Which thing. I, I've never done before. I've never paid uh, for national journalism. Yeah. Would you? <sighs> So is it is it the act of it being a newspaper and being disconnected from the Internet or is it the act of it being uh, good journalism? For me, the paper is important because, in all honesty, I don't. I wouldn't say that I care that much. I'm not going to subscribe to the paper. I don't really want to. But I like the break of doing this, you know, once a month or so. Um, but I don't know. It's it's one of those good questions that it's like, I want to say I'm a good person and I would subscribe to good journalism, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I feel like it's a I don't like people equating paying for journalism or like paying for the New York, the failing New York Times, as our president would call it, or the Wall Street Journal as if you don't pay for it to support their old business model you are a bad person right yeah. i feel like their business model should evolve to fit whatever it needs to fit right so this, what does that mean world. though because there, there's two directions we can take this uh but the first one would be so you want journalism and you want these articles to fit in with modern day does that mean turning them into buzzfeed style videos and like or even like the way that the late night circuits do it, where they're clipping out, you know, five or six minute chunks of their segments. No, I, I honestly think the the uh, at least with the the Wall Street Journal, I don't know. I, I have a different newspaper. I don't particularly like any of this, like especially when. So how I read it was I read the three cover articles. Uh, I read the three cover articles mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of skipped around uh to the national thing the trump wall thing i read that that was like their one big national article um and then then i looked so that's like half the newspaper there is what i just said because it's not very big right it's maybe 20 pages right and then then after the opinion which i didn't read uh because it was about that blackface governor thing like i don't care uh so then after that it goes into super local stuff so there's the weather 
entire page. There is like three pages of comics and crossword puzzles. Oh, I never even got to the comics. Right. Do you want to know what Garfield's <laughs> up to today? Because I'll tell you. So he is look, he's play, it looks like he's playing cards with like a stuffed bear. OK, Uh huh. and then he's like looking at his cards, then he's stealing a card from the top of the deck. And then he's saying Pookie never complains when I cheat. And that's the entire comic. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> There's nothing there. So you pay Jim Davies a lot of money, I assume, to put this article, put this here. This doesn't need to be here. I'm not crying for journalism because Jim Davies, stupid Garfield Monday lasagna situation isn't is in it this. Davies or is it Davis? Da- Davis, whatever. Oh, right. Jim, whatever it is. That's not important to my rant. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? You want to know what Marmaduke's up to? So it says, wait a minute, Marmaduke. I thought you were supposed to be roughing it. And Marmaduke is outside of a tent with has the kids in the tent. And he has like, a looks like a dead rabbit in his mouth. That's what Marmaduke's up to. Yeah, I stayed to the front to the front page issues. <laughs> All right. Top so of then, my issues. so that's the middle. And then we have the classifieds. Where if you want a writing mower, I have a number that you can call. <laughs> and then, or if you want some uh, Doberman Pincher puppies for sale, I also have a number that you can call. And then crossword puzzle, which I tried to do a little bit of. I thought I was, I guess I thought I was smarter because I didn't get very far in that. <laughs> um, then ads. And then like the last third of the newspaper is all sports. It's like more sports articles than news articles. Yeah. I uh, granted it is it is a it is a peak time for sports, but <laughs> like I said, there there's one direction. So if like you said, if you don't know you're beautiful. If yeah, journalism and journalistic writing is important, but like you said, like it's it should not be necessarily put on a pedestal like there are better ways of of handling this and it's either getting it in front of video better or you know some of the recent big topics that came up out of apple is that they are likely about to release this news thing and there's a lot of speculation that like they're trying to rebuild a news app that's sort of the itunes like they're gonna blend in uh texture which is that old kind of like netflix for magazines model Mm-hmm. and take that tech and turn it into whatever their new news offering is going to be. But then, you know, you're hearing a lot of reports that Apple wants 50% of the cut and only 50% is going to get distributed back out to journalists, which seems insane. And it seems like the wrong move for Apple to... Yeah, I, I would for think... For a given- company who's so liberal and so cares about the, quote, democratic voice to then pull 50% is what you know at least that's everything i've heard like that sounds insane to me yeah so the uh yeah i don't know what it it just seems like the the economics of how newspapers work taking 50 percent cut if it even if it ends up being like the number one producer subscriptions would not make the economics of this work. They're not making money as it is. Take we're well, taking a hundred percent of the cut, you know? Yeah. Which uh, Apple does have a place where they could do this. And if you could get behind the paywall for this stuff, because I've definitely tried to read articles before and got hit with the paywall. And, yeah, the, but I, 
it's hard to tell it's hard for me to honestly say that i would care enough to make it work yeah and just because of the nature of news and the nature of uh fair use right if it's newsworthy someone else is going to read it and then re not reprint it word for word but synopsize it and that's all i really need i don't need the entire in-depth report i really don't yeah which which is interesting because that is the part of the articles that i i liked was that it did get in some into some specifics and into some ways that i didn't think i would hear it on your typical kind of news junket websites but see i think that might be the difference between the wall street journal and this like local newspaper because like this it actually felt like there was filler there was like three important points and they had to fill it to fit two pages because it's the headline article (laughs) i mean maybe you know it, it all comes down to just the quality of the article and how engaging it is but yeah i think that that news thing like i think that's the way that you try it in a world where you know with so i think about tv a little bit how everyone wants to get away from cable over the past five years everyone's trying to break down the cable model and now what we have are a hundred different apps and now what people kind of want is a conglomerated app where you could spend 20 or 30 dollars a month and get the six or seven services you wish you could get without spending a ton of money on it and i think news kind of falls into that a little bit but it the apple news whatever whatever this is and we we don't know for sure but speculation is that early march we're gonna hear this apple event uh and supposedly it's going to be entirely software or entirely services like no no hardware supposedly um so now you know i'm I'm curious what the news model looks like because it does sound like tech is going to try to get in more and influence the way that uh news is handled but I, again you know like we were saying like I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if the percentage cuts are going to work. I certainly don't think these percentage cuts are going to work. So then you have a bunch of bloggers and people latching on to something like this, but you don't have the Wall Street Journals and the New York Times getting on board. Yeah, I'm not the kind of person that has any sort of affection for these things. And I think just because of the nature of how news is being generated now, we all have camera phones we all have 4k video recorders in our pockets you know we don't need this like uh um we don't need a person to go out to the scene and interview everybody and digest it for us and then write it down right we Mm -hmm. you can send you could literally post the video to youtube and then we saw it you know so i think that the there is room for context, obviously, but there is. Uh, I just think that it's evolving and they just are so stuck in. We are the newspaper and we do news this way. Right. And that's all that we are. And you should be paying us. Guess how much if you were to buy a subscription to The Wall Street Journal just the web access, not print, not mm-hmm. even the digital version, just to the website. How much a month? A month. Yes. So, 10 bucks? It is 20 bucks a month, and that is being half off. So it's normally $40 a month for the Wall Street Journal. Just it's, the web. 
just the web access. If you That's want crazy. the if you There's... want the print if you want the print edition, it's more money. It's twenty print and digital editions is twenty two dollars a month. So you pay separately for internet and. So you can select when I'm looking at the little 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 uh, buy now thing. You uh-huh. have classic print edition. You can buy. You can buy all access, which is their name for just the website and the apps, and then print and digital editions. So they're all around. The cheapest one is just the website, obviously. If you want just the print edition, it's twenty two, and then if you want the print and digital editions, it's like twenty three. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, too. So like, I don't think Apple in any way, any way Apple wants to present that, I don't think it's going to really. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't know if Wall Street Journal, I doubt they were part of Texture, but they were more like magazines and not newspapers, right? Yeah, it was it was magazines. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, and... maybe like the New Yorker magazine. That's maybe once people would pay for separately. Yeah, it's crazy because if there's no subsidies there, it it doesn't work. I mean, it, it fails. And that that was one of the thing, like I had briefly, uh, spent time at a college newspaper doing some like design mock-up stuff, like very, like, like not very long at all. But, uh, I remember and thinking about that and thinking about this paper, I was like, if these come out every day or even once a week, like that's a lot of articles and it's a lot of stuff going on. Like it definitely takes a team to build these. And trying to sell them for two or three dollars a pop doesn't I don't think it works. Yeah, you're paying for it plus it has ads in it. Yeah, plus ads, yeah. And plus, you know, classifieds, which are another cost and all that stuff, but it's it's yeah, it it's it's crazy. I don't yeah. I don't you know, I certainly don't know what the answer is to have yeah good opinionated stuff. I mean, I guess what happens is you get you get what happens on Twitter is you get just a thousand voices all at once and you try to kind of connect the dots back in together. And then if you want, you can buy a, uh, you know, a um, put together thing. It's the same thing. I was just <laughs> I'm looking at some uh, some travel stuff where it's like you can go to TripAdvisor. You can have a thousand people who went on tour groups and or people who are paid to, you know, make a company look bad, give their opinions on stuff. Or if you trust a reputable person, you can buy like the Rick Steves guide to Europe and you get that thing that's focused on one person's voice and they try to handle it better. So it's like it's it's kind of that difference. Like there are some people who probably love the way New York Times does it. It's different than anyone else. And they really like that. Or they really like the local paper or the Sun Times or the Pittsburgh Post Gazette or whatever it is. Like they love that style. And so they'll do that. But the general mass, I don't it it doesn't seem like it's going to work very well. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think what's going to happen is it's you already kind of see it happening, which is these people who are good journalists, who are good opinion makers, they won't work at these big newspapers anymore. They will make a business of themselves, right? They will have podcasts. They will have maybe subscription journalism or ad-supported journalism in the form of a maybe a personal blog or a, a more personality-focused blog. Yeah. 
right. yeah, like you said, you, you definitely see that more and more. You see the independence of it. So it's this weird combination of like things spreading and becoming individualized and then things trying to congregate and become one again. And this is kind of like ebb and flow of things. So, yeah. And the one thing also I would mention is it used to be more like this, um, the Walter Cronkite days and stuff like that. News was never seen as a moneymaker in in at least in broadcast journalism. Right. It was always like a lost leader, not a lost leader. It was always a, like it, they viewed it almost as a public service. Right. So CBS News. They sure. didn't care that it made money, right? It had, it told you that President John F. Kennedy died. It told you that man landed on the moon, right? Um, and you were watching it. You got, you read ads, but that's because it was news. It wasn't because they were making a spectacle of everything like the 24-hour news cycle is. Um, and I, I, I would hope and I would think that these people who are in charge of these things um, or these like mega billionaires that the Jeff Be- we see the Jeff Bezos of the world doing this, right? He bought the Washington Post and to the chagrin of our president, um, he brought the Washington Post basically because he says he believes that good journalism is important, right? And I don't know if we could survive on just having billionaire th- philanthropists uh, supporting journalism, but maybe he can use you know, his knowledge of the internet to somehow modernize that into something that makes sense. That isn't just a newspaper that you buy or a subscription that you buy. Yeah, it's possible even, you know, but but again, it it has bigger implications. Like it sounds nice to say that Amazon is going to do this and Kindle is going to become an option, but then it's like, you also have all of the bad parts of Amazon and there are a lot of bad parts. Yeah. Is the Washington post going to do stories on all the bad parts of Amazon? Probably not. But again, we have such a huge, we live in such a world with so much information. So, so many ways for information to get out. Okay. Maybe the Washington post is not doing the Amazon story, but they're doing all the other stories, you know? So someone will, you know, no, it's no secret of the bad stuff that Amazon's doing. Let's put it like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like like you said, you you live in a world where everyone has a voice and that is a good thing. But then it, it is hard to condense that down into a product that can be given out to the mass in like one package. So I don't know. I don't have an answer, but it was interesting. And I think... I would like very much to do this once a month or so, just go out one weekend and pick up a paper and just kind of, you know, get the news the old school way. I will, on the other hand, will be glad never to look at a newspaper again. This is the only (laughs) newspaper I ever bought and it will be the last newspaper I ever buy. Fair enough. I honestly think that the way that I am consuming news is the way I prefer to consume news, which I explained. It was me using Feedly to select news sources that I like, then reading them at my leisure. Yeah, sure. Right. All right. What's uh, what's the topic for next week? What's Do I get to challenge? choose? Yeah, I mean, I pick newspapers, so. Okay, I think we should do the, this is yours, but I'm going to choose it, which is um watch a tv show watch two episodes of a tv show that are over that's over 20 years old nice okay so i think we've already picked out what they're gonna be they're some of our favorite shows that neither of us have seen 
So yeah, do you want to go ahead and do that? Do the so you're a huge Star Trek fan, and I have admittedly seen virtually no Star Trek in my life, which is kind of a, a mark of shame. Yeah, as a nerd. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, then, so I have picked two episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay, that's the one. Watch. That's the one with Patrick Stewart, right? That's the one with Patrick Stewart, and I picked one that specifically had some awesome Patrick Stewart acting in it. Nice. Uh, yeah, and then I think to follow along with that, I um, am a big fan of the show Twin Peaks. It is a. <laughs> there are moments where it is painful. It is the kind of show that I continually have to preface before I recommend it to somebody, <laughs> and I kind of say that like there are moments that you're either in it or you're not. Um, I'll have to do my research again to double check, but I think I will give you. I believe it's the first two. There's a specific moment that i don't want to say out loud but that to me was like a i literally couldn't physically move as i was watching it i was like (laughs) this is so tense right now i was like laying on the couch watching it i was like i don't want to move because i don't want to be the person to break the tension like it's (laughs) it's pretty intense so that's either the second or third episode so i'll track that down and i'll get that out to you but it would be the first few episodes of um Season one of Twin Peaks. It aired back in 1990, 1989, something like that. So, so I, yeah, the one, the one of the episodes I am showing you, I just saw it come across my newsfeed, aired 30 years ago as of last week. Wow, nice. All right, I like it. Uh, we'll, we'll track those down and then uh, next week we'll put them in the show notes. But, or do you want to say the titles? Do you know them off the top of your head? Yeah, I know, I know them off the top okay. of my head. So the first one is called Measure of a Man. It is in the second season. Okay. Um, and then the other one is called The Outcast. I believe it's in the fourth or fifth season. Nice. So Measure of a Man and Outcast. And uh, I don't like I said, I don't remember, but um, Twin Peaks is, is serialized. So it's the first two, I think, episodes. That makes it easy. Yeah. I'm trying to say... Boy, it is so hard. The it is it is a mess of of spoilers and everything's a little bit of something to another thing. So it's hard. But uh, I believe it's the first two episodes. If you if you enjoy it, certainly watch the first three. It's w- certainly within there. So yeah. I think there's going to be some very interesting things to relate to how television is today versus was 20, 30 years ago. Um, they both yep. have semi revivals that are happening now. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of things to talk about. Uh, one is good from what I hear. The other is the Twin Peaks one. And it is a difficult watch. <laughs> well, I will talk about my it's always the thing that you're you, you criticize the thing that you love the most. Like sure. people say there are no more heavier critics of Star Trek than Star Trek fans. Sure. Totally. So uh, is the opening theme music longer than like two minutes slash it feels like 20 minutes? Uh, no, it's about, it's probably less than two minutes. It's probably like a minute and a half. All right. Cause, uh, Twin Peaks is definitely one that when the, I will just, I'll for you warn you, it is a lovely, beautiful song. It's very peaceful. Just sit with it, sit on a couch, enjoy it. Get yourself back in the nineties. It is very much a song that (laughs) is myself back in the nineties. It is supposed to be long and winding just to like put you kind of in that sleepy small town state so got it 
there will be a lot of um precautions before you watch certain parts of shows with Twin <laughs> Peaks. There's a lot of like, I know it's tough, just sit with it, do this. But uh it, it is a fun journey and there are some of the most amazing moments of television I've ever seen. So nice. Well like likewise. It. Likewise. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm excited. I've like I said, I've always wanted to watch Star Trek and get into it. It just hasn't happened. So I'm excited. Yeah.